Salute Nation. It's November 21st, 2022, 4.40 a.m. on East Coast, and it's currently 19 degrees out here today, well, this morning. Episode 24 is going to be a recap since episode 23. I'm not going to talk about episode 23. You're more than welcome to hear it at any time. So episode 24, what is it going to be about besides the recapping since the 19th of November? A lot of things has happened. A lot of things. For those who are Bulls fans like me, I'll talk about that. Same thing with the Hoyas, I'll talk about that. I'll talk about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. And as well, the Las Vegas Raiders. As well in this episode, I'm going to talk about the final episode, the series finale in The Walking Dead. I'm not going to give details about the episode, but I will talk about it. I will also talk about the spinoffs that are happening and that will start up and begin in 2023. So let's get started with some sports talk. I'll start with the Chicago Bulls. Six and ten now. They're on a four-game losing streak. Seven games back from the first place team, which is the Boston Celtics in the Easter Conference. Coincidence is one I'm going to talk about right now with that. Considering that their next game, which is I believe is tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern, they'll be hosting the Eastern Conference leaders in the Boston Celtics who are coming in at 13 and 3 and riding a nine game win streak. Now, I don't think this Bulls team is a 6 and 10 team. I don't. They they're good. And they're going to be getting better. They got to gel. It comes are they the best team in Eastern Conference, even when I think it's all said and done? No. Do I think they could be a top five? Sure. They're somewhere in between the five to the seven. Right now, they're not. But it's still a young season. But I think the Celtics will win this game. I do. I think Boston is a good team. And <laughs> are they the heavy favorites right now to win number 18? Meaning number 18 titles? To break the tie with the with the Lakers at 17? Sure, I mean, I guess you could look at them as a favorite. I mean, they are one of the best teams in baseball. Or in baseball. In basketball right now. So, yeah. Sure. Still too early. Sticking to the basketball side, let's go to the college side. I'll talk about my Hoyas, the recap of that. After starting 2-0, they lost, and now they're 3-2. and 
So they're one and two ever after I talked about them last. And I believe it was an episode. 22, I think, was the last time. Maybe last time. Even though that was... No, no, yeah, it was episode 22. So, but they're three and two. They're on a one-game win streak. Next game is November 23rd. Hosting the, the American Eagles. Coming in at two and two. And they're on a two-game win streak. Still young. We'll see what they can do. Now let's talk about some college football. Big game coming up this week. But first let me talk about what happened Saturday. Notre Dame fighting Irish destroyed Boston College 44 to zip. Now 8 and 3. On a five-game win streak. Their next game is against their arch rivals. The USC Trojans who are coming in at the fifth rank now. Notre Dame is 15th rank. Trojans record 10-1. and one, And on a four-game win streak. So you got this coming up Saturday. You got a five-game win streak in Notre Dame, 15th ranked versus the Trojans, fifth-ranked team, or 15th-ranked Irish coming in against the uh, fifth-rank. Both teams coming in on a good highs, no matter five-game, four-game. If Notre Dame wins, this will be the second time this year defeating a fifth-ranked team. Last time was against Clemson this year, where they beat the shit out of Clemson. Now, do I think they could beat the shit out of uh, USC? No. I think USC is a... Uh, 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 they're good. They're good. They're good. I'm not going to bash them. You can't bash somebody who is now at the final game of the college season. Getting ready for the bull, perhaps to be the where they at that they're good. So I'm not you can't take them lightly. You can't, and and any USC fan thinking that they're going to just roll over and beat the shit out of Notre Dame, you can't. You can't really think that. Now, does that mean that could not happen? Sure, of course it can happen. It can happen on both sides. The history between these two go back to 1926. No, I was not around that time, you jackasses. The Fighting Irish has a 50 and 36 and 5 record against the Trojans. Irish have won the the one last season, 31 to 16. They're on a four-game win streak with that. Trojan last victory came in 2016. Does that matter? It's a quick, it's a, it's a good question, right? Do I think it matters? Sure. I mean, it's any time that you can hold a, 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 your all-time record against a franchise, sure, or a university or whatever, sure. It matters because it counts. But does that mean that the Notre Dame, because they're fifty and thirty-six and five against? Uh, against the Trojan, does that mean that they're automatically going to win? No, 
Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. What matters is Notre Dame right now is 8-3, coming off a five-game win streak. And the uh, Trojans are 10-1, coming off four-game win streak. That's what matters right now. When it's all said and done, all that just going to mean is one team is going to be 51-36-5 and 36 and five or 50-37-5. and five. That's all that means after after it's all said and done. And one team, that means one team would be either eight and nine and three or eight and four. That's all that means for Notre Dame. And the Trojans will either be 11 and one or 10 and two. That's all that means. But a streak will end on Saturday unless they end in a tie. But I'm looking for it. It's going to be a good game. I love it when Notre Dame plays USC. It's a great rivalry. It is the best rivalry rivalry (laughs) in college sports for me. Well, in college football. Those that want to take offense to that, I don't give two shits. So now, what's the talk about next? Remember what I said before this? It's sports time right now. I'm going to talk about the Bulls, check. I'm going to talk about the Hoyas, check. I'm going to talk about Notre Dame, check. And the last on the list of that is the Raiders. Ah, good old Raiders. Coming in at 2-7. and The Broncos coming in at three and something. Don't care. Who will win? Well, for those who are Raider fans or Bronco fans or sports fans that watch football anyways, we already know this answer. Raiders, we won. We are and we own the Denver Donkeys. We won in overtime. 22 to 16. To sweep them for the third straight season. Raiders are now three and seven. Tie with the Donkeys at three and seven. But since we own the tiebreaker, they are the bottom feeders in the AFC West. All time record now against the Donkeys 71, 54, and two. Car. He went 23 for 37, or 23 out of 37, for 307 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions, one sack, sacked once, game-winning touchdown pass. Jacobs, 24 carries, 109 yards, zero touchdowns. Longest was 15 yards. He averaged about 4.5. Adams, seven receptions, 13 targets, 141 yards, two touchdowns. One of them was a 35-yard touchdown catch. Game-winning catch. 
excuse me, in overtime. Billings, seven total tackles. He was the high man with total tackles for us. Crosby with two sacks, the high man. Plus two tackles for a loss, tied with Perriman with two. The other DC. Man, this guy is fantastic. Yeah. You know, after having Janikowski, we never thought that. But Raiders, we produce, always produce great kickers and punters. We do. And it continues. Carlson, three for four on field goals. 57-yard field goal, one and one on extra points. So he had 10 total points. Cole, four punts for 187 yards. 187 yards, yep. Four punts. One inside the 20, no touchbacks. Longest at 58 yards. Team stats. Raiders for total first downs. Raiders with 20. Broncos with 19. Both had 62 total plays. Third down efficiency. We were 3 for 11, while the Broncos were 3 for 12. 0-0 for four down conversions on both sides. Total yards, 407 for us, 407 for us, 320 for the Broncos, both with 10 total drives. Yards per pass. Raiders with 298 yards with a 7.8 average. Broncos come in at, well, not came in, but in this game, 226 total yards. uh, uh passing and their yards per uh per pass was at 6.6 rushing 109 yards for the raiders which was a 4.5 average broncos 94 total yards on the ground good job on the defense by the way 3.4 for the Broncos. Red zone, 0 for 1 for us. 1 for 2 for them. Penalties, 9 penalties for 98 yards for us. And for the Broncos, 5 for 45. Which is, listen, penalties is normal when it comes to us. That's what this is what we do. They're gonna penalize regardless. We can sneeze and we'll be penalized for having a booger coming out. I mean, can't really help it. <laughs> Zero turnovers for both teams. That was a well played game as far as that goes. Time of possessions. Thirty two minutes and thirty nine for us. Twenty eight minutes and fifty seven seconds. 
for them. It was a good team win. It was. It was a good team win. Defense. This was the best game I've seen out of the defense. Did they put in all four quarters? No, but they did their stops when needed. Offense sluggish. It it was a sluggish offense performance. But in the end, we did what we wanted it to be done, right? The defense stopped. Give us the ball back. We'll drive it down, and we score. And we did. One time to tie it up, the next time to win the game in overtime. Good good team win. Three and eight. I'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit. Next game is November 27th. It's a 4.05 p.m. on the East Coast. Of course, I can only go on. Eastern start time of uh, against the Seahawks, who are 6-4 and four right now. Now I want to talk about this win. I find it alarming that some Raider fans, yep, I did that air quotations, were pissed about a victory. This makes me question your love for the Raiders. And if you ever played football in your entire life, and no, I don't mean picking up Madden or playing it on a fucking console or, or a computer in general. I mean, actually got out there and played a team sport. I question it. I'm open for the debate. Anyone. Snippet. Say Terrence said this. Yeah, if you are you who said that, who are pissed off for this victory, you're more than welcome to contact me and debate. You can call me all the names you want. You can. I mean, I'll call them right back to you. I'll add a little more sauce to it. But I want to know the reason why you're upset over a victory. I just don't see a logic into that. And that just shows me that I I, I don't think you ever played football. And I also never think, or I don't think that you ever played a team sport. Maybe in the backyard, of course. You know what I mean? Sure. You can make up the rules as you go along. True test of team sport is playing against somebody that doesn't like you. Or that you don't know. Not backyard. I mean, I'm not saying that's not fun to play backyard football, but it's not the same as playing organized. It's not. So on to the rant of that. I'm going to end this segment right there. You heard that? 
You heard it right. And all this means that I'll be right back because we're about 20 minutes in and I want to talk about The Walking Dead. So that's what we're going to do, okay? I'll be back in a little bit. Now here's part two to episode 24. I'm going to talk about a fantastic series. The Walking Dead. Oh, some people may think that it lost its luster throughout the years. And okay. I mean, I, I I'm willing to agree and admit that sometimes in a long season or a series in general, even twenty-four had few episodes that were just like eh, sluggish. But what helps in those type of series is the drama or the action, right? Where where the storyline gets too bogged down, the action and 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 the drama of it assists it. So I'm willing to agree that that the Walking Dead at times have like what the fuck? This Series started in 2010 and ended just yesterday, 11 20th, 2022. 11 strong seasons. It was a great, I'm not going to tell you what happened, but let me just say that for a series finale. There's only a few episodes or a few uh, franchises that they have hit it out of the ballpark. 24, fantastic send-off. Sons of Anarchy was a fantastic send-off. Beverly Hills 90210 wasn't too bad. One Tree Hill was great. Dawson's Creek was great. Sopranos had a question. right? Some people are like, ah, I don't really like the ending. You got that in Game of Thrones, too. Some people did not like how it ended. Some people didn't even like the final season. I did. I loved it. I liked, I understood the ending. I get it. Makes sense. Especially now that, you know, you're going to have a spinoff with the Jon Snow style of it or the series, which is in pre-production. Which means it's just a thought right now. They're writing out lines to see how they can connect it. Blah, 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 blah. This is what they do before they go into to the whole schmear. But The Walking Dead, this it was just fantastic. The nostalgic, the to keep it interesting, you know what I mean. And they did that. I think they hit a home run. I really do. Now, some people may come back and say, "Ah, 
how can there be so many survivors still? I mean, they're really out of the main, I mean, they still have their main core that it's going to be moving on to do the spinoffs. But what's rest for the, what's what's the last of the storylines with the rest of them that did survive? What, what's going to happen? I'll tell you what my theory is after I talk about the spinoffs now, because I'm done saying what I think about this show, and and what I thought about this the series finale. It, it was just fantastic. Go watch it. Fear the Walking Dead. Starting in 2015 as a spinoff. Well, not truly a spinoff. More, uh, yeah, you can look at it as a spinoff. It was part of the Walking Dead universe, and it is a spinoff. But it tells you the beginning and within. Right? The, the plots and storylines in the days are do kind of match up somewhat. I mean, you have one of the main characters from The Walking Dead, the original that ends up being one of the guys now in the fear of the walking dead. And they pretty much had to change their premises a few times because it was stale in the beginning, but it caught heat and it, and it caught momentum and now it's, it's doing good. And they brought back one of the major plot story uh, figures in the, you know, of that, the mother, which came back last season. So you not got you got her now, and and this is this is gonna be great, and eventually you're gonna see a tie-in, even more so because now this is gonna carry the load, and we may see. And here's gonna be another theory that I'm gonna have is the survivors of the original Walking Dead is going to most likely be linked in to the fear of the Walking Dead series. It's just a theory. I mean, what 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 history do I have of it? Is because they already have, they already have a few of them that came over. So, yeah, I think more will be. Another one is the Walking Dead World Beyond, which is the after the fact, right? Which you know began two thousand and twenty. They only hit, they were only going to do two seasons, and they did. And I didn't watch the rest of the first or rest of the second season, so I can't tell you how it went. But from the first season, it went good. I enjoyed it. I love knowing the after the fact. So you see the zombies more warped, and you still have the same features of 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 mankind. Human will always fight human because we are on our, our own worst enemy, regardless of the situations outside. That's the premises of The Walking Dead. Not only are we fighting other things, we're fighting within ourselves and amongst each other. So other ones are... Tales of the Walking Dead. And it is what it is, right? Tales. Started already. Six episodes. They haven't been haven't been mentioned about another season of it. But 
it's an anthology that highlights new and returning characters. So the one who played Beta or Alpha, that lady, right? She's in one of them. So you get to see more in-depth storyline how she became what she became. So basically, individual stories in new episodes, which then tie into the larger story within the TWD universe. I haven't watched any of them. I think you can watch those on uh, AMC+. Plus. I think because I haven't seen them on the regular AMC, so I think it's on AMC+. Plus. Another one that's coming out next year, and I'm looking forward to this one. It's The Walking Dead, Dead City. It will serve as the direct sequel of the original show. Start with Maggie, one of the main characters. Played by the same actress, Lauren Cohen. And Egan, played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan. The settings are in New York City. It will be a six-episode series premiering in April of 2023. Another coming-up spinoff is The Walking Dead, the Daryl Dixon. He's in France now. I know some people are going to say, well, wait, 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 he's in France? How did he get to France? Well, I'm sure they're going to tell you how. But to not give fully everything away from the last episode of The Walking Dead is that Maggie said there's got to be more out there. There is more out there, and we need to bring pretty much in, in theory everyone together. We got to know more. We we got to search out. We got you know what I mean. So this is I I think that's pretty cool. So they're in France for Daryl. New York City for Maggie and 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 Megan. That will be premiering sometime in 2023. They haven't gave a date for that yet. Now, the big one is the Untitled Rick and Michonne series, which is sometime in 2023. And I think that is when we're going to see the all the ties in together. Because that is the Walking Dead story is mainly about Rick. It's a Rick feature that, you know, carried on. And <laughs> so here are my theories to the spinoffs. I do think they will try, they will tie in the original to this and we'll hear the names and characters of such the memories of such while introducing new characters remember there were a lot of survivors in the series finale so I do think that they're going to definitely tie all it together they have to 
I mean, because you can't take away from the nostalgia feel. But just like how The Walking Dead always does, it introduces new characters anyways. And it does it with great reasoning. You know what I mean? So it's not like Vincent Kennedy McNugget when he introduces somebody in WWE and it, people are like, well, who the fuck is that? You know what I mean? And why are you taking so long introducing who the fuck it is? And why are you here? I know I, I had to go with a Vince McMahon bashing. Oops, McMahon. I mean, McNugget bashing. But thank God for Triple H. But yeah, the franchise of The Walking Dead is a fantastic, a fantastic franchise that it took off so great in 2010. People were talking about it, and it only got hotter and hotter as the seasons and episodes went on. And here they are. They made it 11 years, and they went out with a great ending. Without it being an ending ending, where it pretty much says, okay, we're done with the original. Now it's time for the spinoffs. We got you hooked. Now we want to keep you coming back. So here's the fear. You already had the ending of um, the, the world beyond. Now you got the spinoffs with Negan and Maggie and Daryl Dixon going off in other states and another country. Uh, they're going to tie in, and I believe that, while introducing new characters that isn't the comic book related. Now, granted, those that read the comic book, this is based off a comic book. And... And and sure, there's a lot of things that happened in the comic book that did not happen in the show. It pretty much the show is a different entity with somewhat of a premises of the comics. And there was some of it in the comics, like, yeah, this happened. So I mean it's it's gonna tie off and I'm excited. Now there are other shows that I do want to come back. Yes, I'm done with the Walking Dead side, even though it's going to still tie in a little bit. And I, there's a lot of stories to be told still with 24. Jack Bauer still has a story to tell. And I know what they try to do with the legacy. And you're not going to make it without Jack Bauer. You can't just mention him. you got to show... To show Jack. But I think there's a lot more to tell. One Tree Hill definitely has a comeback. And they can definitely do it. I just don't know if they really want to. You know what I mean? It's been so long. Could they? Sure. But I mean, I'm just going on nostalgia feel. Sure. Dawson's Creek. I mean, pretty much all the favorite shows. And even the shows that you have. Which I want you to leave a comment of who do you think a show that you would love to see to return. For me, it's it's definitely a, a, a sequel in essence to 
24 as well as One Tree Hill, Dawson's Creek. I know they tried to do it with 90210 the way they did it. I got why they tried to do it that way, but I think you want to obviously you can't have one of the originals because he's dead and Luke Perry, but you could definitely have some sort of that ties it in better than they did with the original. There's just so many you could do with a spinoff. But, you know, I mean, uh, I, hell, even Sons of Anarchy can. I mean, you can't obviously, I mean, you could do it where you could tie it in and say, no, he really didn't die. You know what I mean? There's You only saw the aftermath of, you know, uh, uh, him closing his eyes, taking his hands off the, the more, uh, you know, the, the, whatever, the handles, and then you saw an 18-wheeler. You really didn't see him dying. And I'm talking about Charlie, you know, or Jax as the character. So it's possible. And what's funny, he was on an interview, and he stated that. And he said it exactly how I thought that it could tie in. And I mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm very creative. The problem is with me is with a lot of things is sometimes I talk faster than I think. So that happens. That happens to chatterboxes <laughs> once I'm comfortable. So, yeah, those are the shows that I would love to see to come back. I can't say The Walking Dead because they got spinoffs. So, you know. But, yeah, there, there's there, there's quite a few more that I can't fully think of right now. I, I mean, Game of Thrones, obviously, is in talks to have that sequels with, you know, the Jon Snow side of it, which I hope. That happens, and the way that ties it in, that would be great. And the prequel, oh my god, the House of the Dragon is fucking great. The first season was fucking fantastic. I love that. I know it's not, I know Game of Thrones, the, the the that whole realm of it all, the story arcs and all that stuff. It's not for everyone. I get it. I get it. You know what I mean? But it has a cult. It has a following. And once you find something that has a following, you just... You can you can do a lot. So, yeah. So, I'm, I'm going to leave it as that. I gave you my... What I would love to see. I talked to you guys about the... The Walking Dead, the series finale... I didn't give you in depth of what happened, of course, because I don't want to spoil it. Talked about the spinoffs of it. In the first, the first part of this, I talked about the sports that I want to talk about. You know, you know my teams, and you know, I know there's people who are not Bulls fans that are like me, and you know. But we all love the Raiders, and that's what the camaraderie that we have. And I'm trying to introduce you guys to other things about myself. 
So there's going to be a lot more of that with this podcast. You know, so yeah, I mean, I got a lot of projects coming. We are going to do another movie night. Um, no one so far has left the answer of <laughs> what they want to see. So, which is good, I guess, because now I get to, I get to go on what I want to see or show you and talk about. And that'll be coming up soon. Don't know when. I don't know if I'm going to do twenty five episode 25 before Thanksgiving, which is this Thursday. And if I don't, I want to wish everybody a happy Thanksgiving. I don't celebrate it as a Thanksgiving as far as, you know, the storylines of America and shit like that. I love America, but, you know, I mean, I don't do it in the same way as that. I celebrate it in the fact of family. Just like I do with every holiday. I celebrate it based for family. Nothing more, nothing less. And that's it. So, until episode 25. Salute Nation.